solo Tevez, Tevez, Tevez è libero dai, ma fuori tutti Tevez, chiama la porta Tevez, go, 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 da dietro, Pirlo, Pirlo dentro, Hey Juventini, welcome back to the All Juve Cast channel where of course it's All Juve all the time and yes, it is going to be one heck of a discussion today, all right, uh, 2-1, loss, Anthony's smiling, uh, it's because he's absolutely crazy, but that's okay, we got uh, Luca, Omar, and Anthony, we're going to cover the uh, 2-1 defeat in the Coppa Italia to the Snakes. Uh, ciao Two to one. everybody who's already here in the live chat. I highly anticipated all of you guys being in here because misery loves company, and that's where we're at right now. It's, uh, yeah, today's discussion is going to be dynamite. I think so. I think so. There's going to be some fireworks. A uh, lot to, to discuss. Never a shortage, but in these moments like this, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot that went down in that game. A little bit of controversy, a little bit of questionable decisions, and uh, yeah, a we'll lot of it. concerns that have been in Juventini's minds kind of came to fruition there uh, yesterday, and we will discuss it all. So yeah, let's get well, to I think, it real first quick. First of all, Al, some of us are concerned about you because the score wasn't 2-1. Sorry. Yeah. Why uh, is it 2-1 on there? Because I think you just... I feel like an anchorman moment where you just like read whatever's on the (laughs) teleprompter. 4-2. My apologies. (laughs) Maybe if we took away some of the goals that shouldn't have a 2-1, but no. 2-2. PKs. I thought Omar was going to be right. Hey, there it is. Thanks. Thanks. We got it right Uh, We're we're a little worried about you, We We... I was going to yeah. call in one of those safety checks yesterday for you, but yeah. Maybe you we showed up this morning. We're, we're happy to see you, Gaffer. I called the extra time. 4-2. 4-2. Mm-hmm. Prediction challenge yesterday. We're not even going into it because everybody was Just get into awful. the game already. Awful, <laughs> yeah. awful. Quick reminder, but if you're listening to it on uh, any of your audio, well, let's get over to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Okay, we're uh, less than 100 away from 2K. We want to hit that mark before season's mm-hmm. end. Thank you, everybody else, for your continued support. Much appreciated, and good luck to everybody in the Vlaovic away kit giveaway. Okay, without further ado, everybody, we went through the lineups in the match day live. Okay, as far as Juventus goes, sure. Left side, a little bit of concern, whatnot, but ultimately, was it going to be the be all end all? I don't think so. Um, is what it is. Let's just get to the game. Let's get to the game. We're going to go through these uh moments and uh, we're going to discuss them as they come. Obviously, brutal start for Juventus six minutes, uh, yeah, like six, seven minutes in, and you have a lazy foot in from Juan Cuadrado, and uh, yeah, it, it was just bad. Barella sneaking into the top of the area. He's got a good shot. He unleashed a beauty of a shot. Um, another defender in behind Cuadrado, but uh, a good run, smart run by, I believe, Perisic. Kind of froze that player and opened up even more time for Barella. Mm-hmm. Placed a beautiful shot. Um, it is what it is. I expect uh, a little bit tighter defense there, and I didn't like just a lazy foot in from Juan. Uh, that that bothered me, but uh, at the end of the day, Barella had to put one hell of a shot in there, but you got to close it down better. You have to close that down better. Anybody have anything to add on that sequence? 
Barella never yeah. get that goal ever again. What's that? You will never score that ever, ever again. I, I disagree. I, yeah, no, I, I, I applaud Barella. He's been a great player. But there's been a few months where he's just been mort since the Euro. And to not, like last night, he just said, oh, I'm back. I'm back, people. Like, yeah. But never scores that goal ever again. I don't know. He's he's a good shooter, man. He scored some sure. scored some nice goals. You can't let ultimately you can't, you can't let, let anybody have shoot. that rip. No, yeah, with that kind it, of space from the top of the area. The keeper, if you can blame the keeper for a long shot, it means it's a great long shot. No, it, yeah. it was a great hit, but it yeah. should not have happened. Yeah. So the space. we're down. We're down one, and it's all about reaction. What we do, to be honest. Obviously, we go into the half nil-nil, but Juventus finished with some great opportunities. Dusan Vlaovic was sent through by Dybala, and his first touch kind of took his own angle away. And I was already like, uh, but I still thought he could finish it. One hell of a save from Handanovic. A great, great save. Again, you know, I've been talking about this for a while, and I've been treading very lightly because I don't want to put too much on the kid and whatnot. And I actually ultimately do believe in him. And I still will always say it was the right decision bringing uh, Vlaovic in. This is one I want to see him bury. I want to see him take the right touch. I want to see him step in and I want to see him finish that opportunity. And I think that's fair to have that expectation of a guy coming in with on that money, whatever. His and attitude. It's on, strong, it's on his stronger left foot too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it. Everything on that is favorable. He's sent mm-hmm. in. He's got steps on defenders. He kept himself on side. He's accepting it on his strong foot, and he's hitting it with a strong foot. It's it's one I expect to be buried. Um, and that's that's just that's how I feel. Um, it's unfortunate. Again, I think it went wrong with that first touch. That kind of took his angle. Took his own mm-hmm. angle away. Regardless, we finished nil-nil at half. I think Juventus, One uh, other than that poor, poor start, played a decent half. Um, we'll get your guys' thoughts, and then we're going to get into second-half highlights. And Well, there was there was another chance there just before or after that Vlaovic one where he spun at the top of the box and hit it low, and Handanovic went down and saved it. And then that there was Paulo. That, yeah, sorry, there's just another chance. Uh, uh, but I think there was a third chance. We had three sort of solid chances. That was the half volley that came in the second half from Paolo. Yeah, like so, but in the post. first half, I thought we had two. I thought we responded well to the goal. Going down early, I was very happy with how the team responded. We created a couple chances. We started pinning them back a little bit. Inter didn't do anything else for the rest of that half. Should that have played. at least been level at the half, I thought. Correct. At least level uh, based on uh, based on play. Um, that's all I could say is I, mm-hmm. I think we should have been level Omar. I'm just, uh, what can you say about, about Inder in the first half after the goal, it was only Andanovic and their back line who, who looked decent, their midfield and their attack were just lost the word in the game, Lautaro, Jekyll, no one, which says a lot about Juve, but unfortunately, like always, we needed to concede in order to start playing that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which kept me a bit cautious. The goal was in the air. We, our goal was coming, but uh, too bad it didn't came before the half ended. Yeah, look, 
I don't know. It's just everybody's talking about how these teams play and Inter did the exact same thing Juventus ended up doing after and Juve, you know, that goal again, it just, it was so unfortunate to give up so early. Ultimately, it did wake Juve up. I did like the attitude. I even said that about Dusan Vlaovic. I saw that right attitude and spirit in him, even after that miss and whatnot, urging the team on, urging them going. I, I liked it. I liked everybody's attitude. I thought it was good. Maybe lacked out of a couple guys, but ultimately is what it is. I thought it was a decent half from us. Um, getting to the second half, I said at half, there's not a whole lot you have to say as a coach, as a player, anything. Okay. It's Killini's last goal. Okay. At, shot at a trophy with Juve. Leave it. That's all you got to say. Get going. Get going. Get the job done. Cross the line. Luca, stop making ridiculous faces and speak for this Christ's sake. This is not the first time, Bert, where I've just, like, my, it goes around and it gets to me. It's like, okay, so let's continue the conversation. Let's go. <laughs> first half, um, two things I want to point out. Danilo coming off was actually to our advantage. Now, I think a lot of people were like, they're holding their heads, like, okay, Juan's going to go right back. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. But it came to our advantage because Morata gave something else. And that mm -hmm. was clear in the second half, very clear. So I need to say that that, I'm not sure if that's a praise to Max because he messed up maybe starting off with, uh, with Danilo there. I don't know, but it worked. Uh, so that's an interesting point we have. Let's to not forget here. Morata took a knock on his foot in the training the day before and apparently was probably the reason why he did not start. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. And second point, I, you guys refresh my memory, was in the first where Duzan got like that little touch in the box or was it in the second half? Second half. Okay. Okay. We'll touch on later. All right. That's it. Okay. I mean, you guys said everything else. Al is so mad. I don't Al care. is just I'm here. Al I is just my opinion. No, it's good. It's good. I'll just need some potatoes. I just never and mind when you guys you jump in. Don't forget that. No, Listen. I jump in all the time. But yeah, the Morata thing is interesting though because how good he looked, you got a question like you know how much that foot knock whatever affected him and whatnot, and for the impact he made, like was he actually not ready to go out of the gate? Like could he have gone? Maybe Max was trying to save him for exactly what he did, which was that mm -hmm. impact. Because this is something that came up in this match that I don't think any of us can deny, and that's we have a lack of depth. Yes. Juventus has a lack of depth. Right now. Um, you've yes. got McKenny, You've got Chiesa in the stands. Everybody saw the video of them jumping around with uh, the Juventini there as they're singing their songs. Uh, it it is what it, it is. Like It was clearly highlighted in this one. Uh, but... We get to some second half highlights, not all of them, just some key points. Obviously, we'll talk about Juventus actually comes out of the gate and they have the right attitude and they're attacking. They're taking it. They actually find one. And uh, it is Morata that's uh, involved, uh, creating some uh, disorientation there for Handanovic. Sandro coming in at the top of the area, hammering this thing uh, home. We find one. Um, let's go. Oh, right in time. And let's keep, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. And we do. And this is Vlaovic. And again, hard work, perseverance. But again, he didn't finish the first one. And she that is still something that, like, he got very fortunate that that thing bounced, fell right back to his feet. Right off his face. Yep. Again, on his strong foot, 
Handanovich came out very, very quickly. He's got to, like, it's just... Got to go in. I'm not nitpicking, and I'm not trying to be too hard on it's this okay. guy, but I want to see him finish these things clean. Mm. Is that just mm. me? No. No, agreed. 100% agree. Yeah, Omar. I like that he decided. I like that he decided to blast Andanovich in the face before going. <laughs> so it was nice. <laughs> Just because he knew he was going to bury the second chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all planned. <laughs> I don't think he'd like it so much if it didn't end up falling at his feet and yeah, he exactly. ends up scoring that rebound because he's. Are I don't know. Doing I just I, I expect those to be finished. We carry on. It's two-one Juventus. Okay. Now, you've got around the 67th minute we decide to make a substitution and pause that for a second the 63rd inter made three changes which go for it no well they just made those substitutions first which i think forced the change in the 67th forced the changes al did force the changes did it i don't know I think we're all going to be in agreement on this one, but go ahead. Well, let's let's go over it. So they bring in Correa for Jekyll. They bring in DiMarco for D'Ambrosio. And they bring in Dumfries for Darmian. Okay. So 67th minute, our answer is Locatelli for Zakaria. And then Bonucci for Bernardeschi. That one. So that you're, bringing, down you're bringing in. Five at the back now, and you're setting the tone to clamp things down at the 67th minute. After what I will say is, you've forced Inter to make those subs prior, not Inter forcing us to make those changes at the 67th. They made those changes because we forced their hand at that. Juventus, I just Regardless of Juventus, regardless of this is one thing I got into it about this game and just games in general. There are times because somebody brought it up and said, how come when he shuts it down, we do well. It's an Allegri masterclass. And when we don't get the result, it's an Allegri failure. My answer is very, very simple. No games are exactly identical. And there is scenarios, there's moments that change that are completely different all the time in this particular match. For me, for my personal opinion, we would have been better off to continue pushing them back and not surrendering the space because we had them absolutely shell-shocked and we took over complete momentum of that game. Had it been a different scenario situation where maybe it was a little bit tighter, it was like a little grease, but when you find two within two minutes and completely rock them like that, I personally would not have been, hey, let's look for the let up. Let's get that five at the back, you know, after they make those three changes, whatnot. I'm not 100% sure on that. If there's but when you look at it from a depth standpoint, then you can maybe raise a little bit of questions, but you do have Pellegrini in there. If you're struggling out on the outside, maybe Sandro, whatnot. Was Sandro an issue on the outside? It was so, so. Everybody was saying the outsides were, were roasting us and Perisic was roasting us and that's the why side. they were getting in deep and whatnot and causing us issues. So five at the back was the right call. Let's just go with this for a bit. Was five at the back the right call in your personal opinions? Luca, go ahead. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, 
the good part about Danilo coming off is that Morata gave us something else. The bad part is that now you're kind of stuck with all your offensive players already on the field. So good, we got the lead. But like I said, once you make those subs, you're kind of saying, okay, I'm going to stick in this defensive position. It's one thing to do it at the 80, 80th plus. I'm doing it the 66th minute. You're just saying, bring it. Bring it for 20 plus minutes. Bring it on. We could take it. Which, again, this game was not like any other in the season. But we've seen already in the season that this hasn't worked often to our benefit. We always somehow find a way to concede. doesn't matter how many world-class center backs we have. So I think that was way too early on Max. Because, example, if in, in this situation it happened, but if they, if you, they draw, then what? You have no subs to win the game after. You go into overtime and you've got, you have, you've got to readjust everything with you know, not the subs you wanted. So I think Max jumped the gun, 100%. Omar. Omar, right decision, wrong decision, back five at that moment. Absolutely wrong decision. Absolutely. Our our defensive shell was fine. We, we sort of sustained the pressure. Throwing Bonucci in there kind of got everyone a bit confused from what I saw. And it was redundant because we had to replace Chiellini anyway. And then we went to a 4-3-3 because we had no substitution. So we had three different formations uh, during the game. And the 3-5-2 and the 4-3-3 just didn't work out. But I don't think it's because I, I can't blame the players here. The way they play when you stop pressing, that's an order from the manager. They could have pushed on. They could have tried. But Zakaria had a good game. Aside yeah, was from stepping off. up to Barella, he was yeah. taken off. No idea why. Lucatelli mm. looked absolutely rusty and out of form. Uh, from the minute they came in until the, the rest of the game, basically. And I'm sorry, that's just that was a bad decision that pretty much cost us the game. We lost a lot with Zakaria going off. Uh, he was he was doing well. Rabio and Zakaria were doing well. They did well in the first in the outing prior to that against Inter too. So it's hard to disagree with that. That one was uh, the same. But again, that five at the back, you're setting the tone. And it's just, it's, it's inevitable. There's a lot of feelings out there because I put my tweet out there that just said, and it's, we're going to get into this second part very shortly here, but I just, I can't get behind. I can't get behind it whatsoever. And uh, real quick, you want to touch on that five at the back? Were you with it? Were you against it? The only thing I listen, I've, I've been around a lot longer than some of these other guys in the group here. And I've seen this. I don't know how many times you could just, you could just feel the game shift. You won't see it in the stat line. You won't see it anywhere else. We're up 2-1, and you make a change, and you just you can just feel like the game flip back to Inter's favor. And I sent a message in the group text. I'm like, we cannot sit here against this Inter team. And then it was only a couple minutes later that they got that PK, which I believe Man, they is what had, they're working on. They had, since we scored that goal up until their penalty, they were just roasting the the left flank. Uh, what's his name? Perisic did whatever he wanted. Just swing, swung in, I don't know, like 10 balls in the span of five minutes into the area. One of them was bound to cause something. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had a shot that Perrin saved. There was a header that Perrin saved. If you let teams roam around in your area, eventually you're going to get punished. 
and you don't do that in a final. I'm sorry. You, you were on the front foot. Inter were toothless up until that point. You led them. You invited them into your area. And then you're shocked that you get a penalty. <clears throat> you know how referees are. You know how VAR is. Try to avoid that. And Allegri didn't. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah, later. Yeah. So you put three at the back. You know, I hear, I heard some complaint. I heard some discussion saying it wasn't a five back. Like, it is. It is because you're outside. Watch that. Go back and watch it. it. I watched the game twice. Well, I don't know why. Sometimes I'm an idiot. I watched it twice. Okay. They made five across the back. Watch it. Watch it. And for the others that were saying, you know, I agree with what uh, Ant said there. You can feel it. You can feel when, when you have the momentum, it just, you could feel that shift coming it just and evaporated the tone. they make that change it goes five at the back it is five at the back that's how they played it now sure some feel it was still toothless out of inter they're not generating much it's fine the fact is they're easily gaining that space mm-hmm. and you run the risk because all it takes is one one goal is nothing when you're easily giving up the space that's what it comes down to and then you want to bitch and complain about these moments that take place, but you allowed the space to be surrendered. So let's get to it. You have the Lotaro incident hmm. that comes. PK for Inter. And let's talk about this, okay? Freeze frame and you have Lotaro. Oh, he hooked his leg inside of Bonucci, who has the right to stand there. Yes, and Bonucci also doesn't have the right to grab on his arm and hold him up that split second, which everybody is looking at the legs, and I f- was shocked to see how many didn't just look up and see that. Yeah, he kind of pushed his arm and the oh, knee on knee with Delict. Yeah. And Delict's got a little bit of contact on that inside foot. It's... Like, I mean, honestly, it's questionable, yeah. but it will go to check and they, they will they'll check it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. And I, the fact of the matter, even if it came down to the hooking of the legs, I've even seen those called. I've yeah. even seen those called. A hundred percent. If we sit around here and we want to call this a screw job and complete, I can't get behind that on that nope. call. Benucci no. held him up. And honestly, Lotharo sold that hold up the second he felt that that run up and the fact he had his leg in there gave him two instances to try and get and that we know, we know how Lotaro is let me especially, let me switch it to this for people that are so strong on the opposite end if that was Morata Vlaovic or Dybala would you not be screaming saying give us that call if you saw that 100%. same incident. 110%. I would uh I would totally be saying <laughs> we need to get that call. But wait, I'm bring so, it back I'm now. Sorry. What can Bonucci do? That, uh, there's a striker He cannot pull up his box. arm and hold him yeah. up. Yeah, but how many times has that happened in a game? How many times That's was beyond the point. The, the call is a call. You can get what? in there and say what's the intent? How hard was the pull all this? Look. It was there. What, what I see from it is that you need balls to make that call in a final between Inter and Milan. If you do have the balls True. To, call, to call that penalty, you should have the balls to give Brozovic a moment earlier the red after kicking hey, okay. the ball 
and that's and that's a scenario that still has no bearing on this PK. No, but, it doesn't. Just but something about the referee. That's a, that's a second yellow, and 100%. he probably saved him from that because it's a final. Regardless, he should have been sent off because that's garbage. So, Can someone uh, refresh me on that one? Uh, Dibala from behind using his yep. hand, which is a yellow, and then he took the ball in his hand and, and kicked, kicked it, it upfield. But he gave him the way. yellow for kicking the ball. Now, no idea. Regardless no idea. of those scenarios, I was 100% right. You cannot around. say that this is that bad. Like a no, screw no. job. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm not with it. If you go back to the highlights and watch again, this is twice now. Cuadrado is like this, watching the ball just come to Perisic. That's your man. What are you just standing there like a twig waiting for? The fact that two center backs have to just then jump on Lotaro, it was a shit show to start. So the back post coverage was weak. I mean, yeah, he easily closed that in, but it's still, you've got three center backs in at that point. Yeah, and no Lataro was able to get there, chest it down, and even be in that spot. It's like the coverage all around was pretty weak. But again, they were toothless at that point. Why go to a three center back? Just whatever. Regardless, we know the what happens. They the score the PK. If someone, if you're standing in your spot and someone grabs your arm, you don't fall to the ground, no matter where you play or what you do. He fell to the ground because he felt his leg caught up in Bonucci's stance. Regardless, I'm sorry, that's not a you pull on an arm, you leave yourself open to get that call. You but there was also the more. contact, Omar. There's also the contact from Delict, a striker contact any, from Delict on his inside foot prior to him winding up to the shot. There's a tug that's on his arm that he it, sells that he holds up. Then there's the legs getting tangled, which on their own at times we've seen get called. You have way too much in there. If it was Juventus in that spot, I 100% would have been lobbying for a call for Juve. It's I, true. I won't. I won't. I'm sorry. That's okay. not a foul for me, even if it happens in the middle of the field. That's fine. That's Ooh. fine. Because Ooh. we're not calling intent. We're not calling what Lotharo's trying to do. You're calling what you're seeing. Unfortunately, I just I don't agree. That's, that's I was, would have wanted a PK for Juve. To, Al, to your point, you know, the, the, there was a sequence of events that led to that. And you put, you, you make those two center backs, our two center backs made decisions that put it in the referee's hands or the VAR's hands to make a call oh, or, or a reverse a call. But we were inviting, Omer, to your earlier point, we were inviting crosses and plays in the box. It's only a matter of time. Inter is a very good team. I hate them oh. with everything of my being. Absolutely, but they are a very absolutely. dangerous team. You can't, you, you can't give them. You can't play you like can't that against them. them. No, no. Absolutely. no. And, and I mean, this is just like goal. it's crazy. We're gonna get into here. We have another scenario as we go a little further, and now yeah. Delict, our boy Delict's involved. Okay, and this to me is just awful. And everybody wants to complain about this one too, but it's awful from Matthias. Which Awful from the other PK. That's a the, the other PK. That's a penalty. Yeah, that's a penalty. 100%. Oh, 100%. Absolutely penalty. awful from Matthias. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. absolutely awful. No, yeah. no sense in doing that, and that causes a lot of concerns. We're gonna break. We're gonna talk about the lick afterwards or not. But there you go. Another brutal, brutal display. And at that point, we're on full tilt. Full tilt. Momentum shift. All that. Yeah. 
yeah, completely wiped out. First it's done. Just... Perisic adds another one. 4-2, it's over. And here comes uh, the fireworks uh, from Juventini. For me, it's really, really simple. I'm going to lay this out. My tweet is exactly how I felt after I watched this thing, and it's complaining about the referees, all this, these decisions, all that. Do you remember for nine straight seasons what every other team in Serie A did to Juventus and said about Juventus? Listen, yep. let's not turn in to what they are and what they were, okay? I won't do it. I won't do it. We did that to ourselves. When you mess around with momentum, when you're in a position to go and kill, you want to talk about defending, they were toothless, all this. What's easier to defend? A one-goal lead or two goals ahead? Like, try to get after that and try to kill. This team didn't smell the blood in the water, tried to go back to something that hasn't been right since the BBBC broke up. It's not there anymore. Buffon, Barzagli, Bonucci, Kelly. It's not Come the on, way it was up, anymore. Man. Okay? It's not the way it was anymore. It's, it's frustrating. So I won't do it. I won't be what all those other teams were, which is complaining about the refs, complaining all that. At the end of the day, the only thing that matters, and it's one of UVA's models, is winning. And it don't matter how, okay? And ultimately, we didn't get the job done. And that's all that matters. You guys want to talk about refs. You want to do all this. You invite that on yourselves when you try to kill a game before it's dead. Way too early, in my opinion, to try and shut that one down. It was way too early. Now, I'm not going to put this on just manager or anything like that because at the end of the day, the same issues crept up in this game that they have all season for me anyways and that's a lack of balance on the roster from one side to the other on the field there's a lack of balance and it's not completely harmonized the other thing is that we lack depth we seriously seriously lack depth and he was stretched in terms of impactful players he could make when certain guys needed to come off in my opinion just a lot of work to do from Juventus, but Ant kind of nailed it on the head. As much as I hate and that team disgusts me, they're a bit ahead of us in terms of the depth side of things. And it's it's a reality. And it kind of came into play. The sad part was we did ourselves no favor, in my opinion, by switching to that setup. That's all I gotta say on that. But I won't I won't turn this into a screw job Homer. and get on refs. Let's go around the horn here and get everybody's thoughts. Omar? Look, I, I don't blame the referees. Allegri asked for that penalty to be given with the way he chose to play. And I don't think this team is as bad as as they look. Because once you have Inter on the front foot, now you have the foot on their throat, you go for the kill. You go for the 3-1, take the win out of, the, out of their sails, because that's what happened to them. They were lost, but we just allowed them to come in, send men forwards. No worry about uh, a counterattacks or anything. We took out Bernardeschi, who was by far our best player on the pitch. Everything came through him. Um, we took out Zakaria. We left Rabio on, which I have no problem with. Rabio was fine. 
But if you take someone out, it should have been him just because he looked tired. Eventually, he looked super tired. But that's not a new thing. That's what frustrates me the most. Like, in all of Allegri's previous tenure, how many times have you seen that? Almost every goddamn game, Allegri goes ahead, pulls back. All the time. How many times did you see us go into one of those big teams, which we were far better than Inter and Milan and Roma and everyone, and just going for the 4 nothing, 5 nothing, which we could do. We had the players, we had the system. That's how Allegri plays, and that's why I'm having concerns going forward, no matter who you bring. Bring in Savic, bring in Modric, bring in whoever you want. If you only attack and try to score when you have to, when you were at a tie or just because same happened against Villarreal, scored after 60 seconds, went into a defensive shell the entire game. And then in the second game when we had to score, then we attacked all game long and let them play on the counter. I'm worried that this is just the way Allegri plays and this is what is going to continue to happen. I haven't seen any signs indicating otherwise. And that puts a lot of pressure on me as a fan. Is that what I'm going to get? And Go ahead, Luca. No, it's you first, buddy. I want to perform. Um, I... The whole this whole season, I've been saying I'm gonna I'm gonna pause on the Allegri, you know, what do you want to call it? Criticisms because the injuries really derailed us. The depth, as Al, you you brought up a couple of times already today. Um, but Omer, it's you're 100 percent right. There's there is no there is no vision of you know it getting better if these are the decisions that he's gonna make. That that was a simple one for me yesterday. You had them on the back foot. You keep going at them. It's a cup final. You have, and I said this on the show yesterday, we have absolutely nothing else to play for. Nothing except for that trophy. So I said I would reserve judgment until halfway through next season on Allegri. And I think I'm going to hold to that, but I 100% agree. It's, uh, it's very concerning moving forward for me. Yeah. Luca. It's a combination of what both these guys said. Um, I've been vocal. I think we have we have to stay with Max now. We've mm-hmm. put ourselves in a corner. You know, like uh, it's three years, three coaches at this point. If we change again, we're just going to go through all of this shit again next year. We have better chances of him sticking around and hoping he does better. But to Omar's point, you know, he could get away with this sort of system three years ago because he had one of the best systems for this. You know, you had one of the best offensive lineups ever and you had great counterattacking forwards. Now we don't have that. And even then when he did have the best lineup for it, it still bit us in the ass multiple times. So it's really like Omar said, it's like he needs to learn and adapt. That is the biggest thing until next season, because whether you bring in the superstars or not, can we still is this still a, a a sustainable approach i i i'm it's hard to see it we've seen you know uh this type of system continue in this modern day world villarreal is a good example they didn't go that far in the cl they did what max has done in the past but did they go on and win it no so something needs to change and it starts with him and his mind and his decisions and the yeah. one thing that really kind of puts me off kilter is Kiesa last season versus Kiesa at the start of this season. 
Yeah. He, yes. He was a different player under Max. So uh, that's that's and the other thing is too, this is one of the frustrations because I said this the whole time. It's funny, like you lose Chiesa and then you decide I want to try four, two, three, one. <laughs> like some of the decisions, some of the times, and this is why, like sometimes you get frustrated with Max and you can you can bring up these doubts and these concerns because it's like you had Chiesa at the start of the season. You had Quadrado. You had Dybala. You could have gone a 4-2-3-1 much earlier to see if it... And people were shouting for it. They said this team on paper looks like a 4-2-3-1 might be the most comfortable and rounded. Yet you didn't see it. You I'm lose Chiesa. There, and even a while after you lose Chiesa, it's like, hey, we should give a 4-2-3-1 a shout, you know, Maybe we could use Rabio as one of these outsides, do some weird stuff. It's like, what? What? It's it was weird. It was weird. He doesn't do himself some favors. Um, that's for I think sure. this one here is I think unanimously in the AJC, we we talked about this early in the year. The way Kiesa was being used, this isn't a knock against the player. We just felt no. that he was being used improperly in Max's system. He like, was being yeah. used like he was. The concern is that he looked much less effective after coming right. off of a crazy finish to last season and then ending the Euros being one of Italy's best players yeah. and, and then and coming remember in what he said? and not being effective for us. Go and on. do you remember what Allegri said uh, about Chiesa at the start of the season? That Forgot. it's like he's running downhill when he's attacking, he's running, but he has problems coming back. But he's—I remember that—he's your attacker. He's, he's your an attacker, attacker. exactly. If you send the ball up high. That's the guy you want receiving that ball. But there you, are concerns. Hundred percent. There's concerns all around the team, though, that we can't ignore. You know. Mm-hmm. Now My all of a sudden, is that happens against smaller teams. Venezia, now all Bologna. of a sudden, there's another concern apparently, and that's delict. Okay. Can I can I start this one, please? So yes. And Swarit's coming, saying the league is underperforming in all big matches. Villarreal, Chelsea. We have, I saw tweets saying that um, he has been to blame for too many goals for what he's supposed to be doing for Juventus. So I'm going to leave this open and we're going to start this one off with Anthony on. No, we're going to start with Luca. He wants to start yeah, this one because me and Luca are going to say the exact same thing. He's going to feed off me, but let me get the emotion <laughs> out of it because he's got a call. No swearing. Head. No swearing. No, 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 no swearing. Not this morning. Um, no, people are going to pick on Delict because he is the guy earning that much per season because he is our future. Because the bigger they are, the more we have to tumble them down. No one is going to go after Leonardo Bonucci because he's been. Piss poor since Christmas. Piss poor. Like, he doesn't even start games anymore. Like, there's a reason for it. He's not been great. He had maybe one decent game. But no one will go after him because he's not the star anymore. But we expect more from him. I would expect more from Leo because he's the experienced captain material of his team. Delict, yes, he is, I think, one of our best investments, one of our best models for the future. But he's still young. He's allowed to make these mistakes. And when he plays... 98% 98% of your season, like literally, he, I think he's second most minutes after uh, Chesney. When he plays that many minutes and gets an average of like an 8.2 rating every game, he's the last person we got to worry about. Yeah, he had a bad game last night. I Terrible will game. say it. I will yell it. He had a bad game. But 
one bad game an entire season does not make a bad player. I am sorry. It's crazy. It's crazy. People are like, okay, now this is a reason to get rid of like I have I was reading that yesterday and I'm like, I gotta go for a walk because it is beyond me how delict is now an issue. He had a bad game yesterday, a hundred percent. I think we're all gonna say that, but the future of this team is delict, Locatelli, Chiesa, and this guy right here. And I don't even think it was a bad game. I think it was really bad couple moments. Couple, but sure, yeah, not yeah, a bad like two game. Or three. That's it. But Omar, it, well, sorry, I'm, Anthony. I'm just no, no, no. I'm done. I'm not talking about this. Anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm just. You know what? If we're going to throw a 22 year old defender that all of Europe wants, then we don't deserve him. Exactly. Sorry, the, the next, the Thank next you. delict won't come if this is our approach. And my instant reaction when I see things like this is we deserve all the Sandros of the world. Um, <laughs> oh if we're going to take 100%. our best players and we're going to, you know, put them on an island and start to go heavy on them. Look, mistakes. Are, do people think he made zero mistakes at Ajax? Yeah. Not the case. Not the case. And I guarantee you that people that are trying to say otherwise didn't even watch Ajax play other than maybe some Champions League appearances and thought that Delict like made zero mistakes. Look, Delict made a brutal, brutal error yesterday. Okay. Absolutely brutal. Chiellini has made has brutal errors many. in his amazing career as a legend. One of the best defenders. He has made brutal mistakes. Go around world football and take the bet. They have made brutal errors. It happens. It's a game. It's a sport. These things change. Also, that back three looked bad. It did not look connected. Not it was oddly disjointed. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Not uh, I'm not using that as an excuse because I think Delic's error was still awful, awful stuff from him. But he does far more good for Juve than he does bad to start to take blame or whatever. Can he be criticized? Sure. Like we said, bad, bad mistake yesterday. But ultimately, make no mistake, this kid needs to be part of this spine in what we're building. Anthony nailed it. It's Flaovic. It's Chiesa. It's Locatelli. It's Delict. Let's not change that. And Omar brings up another great point as well. It's like, if we're going to just, you know, if you expect anybody to come in and be air-free for his entire career, you are going to die extremely unhappy can't. because nobody will ever do that, okay? No problem. No problem. <laughs> Anthony, yeah. This freaking no. guy over here. I want to just remind mistake. everybody real quick. Thank you for all the support. We're less than 100 subs away, okay, from 2K. Hit that subscribe button. Mm -hmm. Everybody that's here, let's get the maximum amount of likes. 44 live. Get 44 likes in there right now. It takes a second. Helps us out, okay? And uh, grazie to Martin as well. Okay, let's get these guys to do 2K. Let's And if go. there's anybody new to the show, it's, it's actually an absolute coincidence that we're all wearing black. I just figured, you know, it's a little bit of a moratorium today, but we're all wearing black. But we're all wearing striped hearts of pale apparel except for omar because no he's got I, it's the logos in the back no it's oh, yeah. the back. no I, I haven't changed shirts since yesterday so <laughs> that's so, how bad i feel you went out got no. drunk and he's been the same since 
Yeah. Rinse and repeat. And drink it. Yeah. yeah. And Dan, this is a, a comedy. You know, can we be honest and admit that nine titles in a row spoiled us? Yes. To the point that we yes. complain about everything now. Most yep. fans would kill to be. And this is, this is a perfect, perfectly put statement because it spoils us in terms of how we judge players, how we're judging everything that's going on right now, you know, and to think how quick everybody is to pull the trigger on Allegri and stuff like this is not really fair to what's happened in the years prior and coming into here. Just, we have to have some patience somewhere along the lines. And yesterday, just another eye opener that we've slid, we've slid and there's work to do. A lot of work. You know, that's a team that's in the Scudetto race. Uh, they took the Supercopa from us. And, you know, ultimately the problem I have is how big of a, you know, this foundation, let's talk about this foundation that Max and everybody keeps talking about because we didn't beat a top four side this season. What, what really pricks my ass is that I think in the final for the Supercopa and even this one, we could have easily just taken the game. Like, I think, I think we were, we could have easily won the game. That's if we were like leaps and bounds, the worst team on the field. Okay, fine. I'd walk off head them between my legs, whatever. But in this case, like <laughs> I'm fine with that, Luca, it was the we could have won. Ass part. I was like, come Sorry. on. Okay. okay. Hey, Luca, I got something for you. I'm were listening. we the better team for a majority of the game yesterday? In your eyes, we were the better long, team. It was since, a long since game. We conceded till we were two one up. That's it. It was That's no, ended. no. But I know what Anthony's getting to. I think we were the better team for a small, like thirty minute window, and we just fumbled it. Which again is what we spoke about. But it's the fact that the opportunity was there. You know, like if you if it was night and day, we had zero chances. Fine, Inter is the better team, and I think they are. But the fact that we got close, like they're just on the edge, we just had to give them a push. All we did was, nope, mm. let's let's just fall backwards, and you know, like yeah, I think I'll mention at the beginning, like the lack of depth. I didn't think we were that. Like it was kind of like two teams pretty evenly matched, and there wasn't really one team dominating more of the game than the other. It was sort of stale at some points because yeah. once it went two-two, it just they were playing for extra time. They were like, playing you for could extra just time. Tell that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Again, it's just one of those games where we played good. We played good enough to win. And then, you know, certain decisions are of our own making. Uh, yeah. Peter. Turn okay. it. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Like every season we have some memorable moments that are great. Even Pirlo's season, which was ultimately sort of bad. We had some great moments that we look back and feel great. Do you have any moments like that from this season? One. One, the Chelsea win, right? Uh, no, I was going to say the 4-3 game against Roma. Roma, yeah. That's the only one okay. I can think of. But yeah, you're that's, right. That's my highlight, one of my highlights this season, honestly, was the January window. I just like it. It gave me yeah. some faith in Kerubini and Arriva Bennett. That, right. Like it honestly did. It bringing did. in Dushan, I still say, regardless if we say those are opportunities he's got buried like first time, first cleanly and whatnot, it's that was a pretty positive damn statement. Now my questions we and concerns can, can are: we shoehorn into this? Fisher is Allegri the right, this the right guy? 
is Allegri the right guy? And that's where the question comes. And we're not going to decide that, I don't think, on this season. We won't know because we still have shortcomings on the roster that we can't ignore. And right, he says, so, if we blame someone, it's actually our management because they're not mm, trying their best by providing the quality to Max. Well, the January window was a very promising one, like you said. That was a and strong window. It was a strong Look, window, but we need to January, follow it up with another. I will follow. repeat this. Last season's team to this season's team minus Ronaldo. Do you still think there's not enough quality to beat a top four side once this year? Yeah, no, you're right, hundred yeah. percent. But it's not just the depth; it's then the injuries on top of that. So it's it's like Ant said, the injuries really derailed us. I think you you bring in Chiesa and Weston, and this season could have been very different. I, I I'm I'm certain of it. I believe. I, yeah, see, I just I, there's I there's saw a lot this of foundation. So this is one of the questions that came in off Twitter. Like okay. I just said, like we put it out on the all UV cast Twitter account. Just get your questions, comments, thoughts in uh, for the pod. And one of them was would like to know more about this so-called foundation we've built this season. I want to know, like to me, that's zero progress from last season to this season. This mm -hmm. season is pretty much start from scratch as Correct. a foundation. If I had to answer this, like, what is the foundation that we've laid this year? For me, it's nothing on the pitch. It's literally roster. We've started to lay a foundation on roster. Correct. But with what could potentially happen in the summer, there's still going to be a lot of work to do. And Anth was talking about it yesterday on the Match Day Live. We could be two seasons away. Mm -hmm. with, What's and, the foundation to you guys? What foundation have we laid this year? Uh, yeah. I've a hundred. Go ahead, Omar. Go. No, we have the the new management is fine. It's done its work so far. Cherubini and the River Ben and Edvin and Daniel are a different story. Yes. But we did. We do have players in every area that uh, we can look forward to in defense, in midfield, and in attack. We have areas where we need to strengthen our team. The foundations are there. It might not take one season. The the burning question all the time with everyone is is Allegri the right guy to build those foundations to help promote those foundations because honestly after this season I don't I just don't think he is I I really need to see him with a healthy roster yeah I, well with a healthy roster with I think that's th fair. this wasn't his roster this wasn't his team he inherited this team so Mike, you, you have to give him a fair shake to give him a, a true market to get his players in. Right? My concern okay. is, my concern Wait. is, is he going to, even with a healthy roster, change what's up here? It's true. That, that and is change that yeah. in those See, players because somebody that's had what, a that's really great about. comment in here and we should – Shared, I'm going to try and track it down where it says uh, right here, uh, Jeremiah, systems create behaviors. Behaviors become habits. Habits drive outcomes. You know, That's until we have a consistent system nice. and style of play, we will continue to underperform. This is his main concern. So a lot of the stuff in there is actually, I think, Saul, we talked about it in this particular match. If you go strictly to yesterday, Ant and I kind of both backed it up that, you set a tone 
and that sub makes it makes a shift up here for all the players too. Mm-hmm. It just makes that shift automatically. Does Max is Max the guy to change that shift? Like to make that shift to like, will we become a team if we all of a sudden boost the quality that will go out there and kill teams off? I think yes and no. Like, I don't think Max is ever going to be this guy that people want him to kind of change, which is be this attack oriented guy. But I do think ultimately, if you look at a lot of the body of work this season, our execution has been piss poor, which also goes back to last season where we're not scoring opportunities we need to be, which is ultimately on players. So even with Max keeping his mentality, we could still potentially be a team that kills. Yeah. How many times did we, have we sat on these post game shows and we're like, we had four, three, four, five golden chances to kill this game off. And that's not on max. Like his players, just did not execute in certain matches. And yesterday in the first 20 minutes was also the case. They did not execute. But we had, we have minus 30 goals, uh, no worse than last season. Like even Pirlo had a game, had some games that were already finished at halftime because he had his foot on the gas. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I feel like this season with Allegri, Every game came down to the 90th minute and us trying to defend a lead that is easily breakable. One goal, and that's not a win anymore. And that's concerning for a team at the you know the level Juve should be playing. You meet Byron, Liverpool. These guys have a set system. No matter who you integrate in, the youngsters, everyone knows what they're going into. Juve tried, yeah. I don't know how many formations. Some of them are because of injuries. I'll give you that. But I can't say I've seen any consistency game in, game out. Every game was just a struggle to the 90th minute to salvage a win. Except for when... I'm curious now. Max was always known for his adaptability, his his, his ability to uh, shift throughout the game depending on the scenario, right? But when I look at other teams and their consistency throughout the season, one thing that remains successful for them is that base you know like if you look if you ask me tomorrow what uh, you know ac milan is starting as their 11 i know it's a 4-2-3-1 i know more or less who is where uh and it's like if one guy's out it's 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 a plug and if it's one guy out of position it's okay and that's worked for them and same thing for inter same thing for a lot of these teams with max i get it that like he's trying to adapt all the time but maybe it's time to just get that set formation stick to it and like, if you got to play one guy out of position, okay. But there's been games where we had two or three guys out of position, and it's, and it's like in a new formation that we haven't tried before. So maybe it's enough of this fooling around and tickering around. If you want to build a foundation, stick to one thing. Stop messing about and you know, and four two four and four four two and four three two one. Like, pick one, and roll with it. Even if it means inserting someone like Miretti, who. Okay, he's young. Give him a chance. But if it means putting him in a spot where he's natural, as opposed again to someone who's not from that position Danilo. in another position, do it. Like that's consistency in my mind, and that's how it should I'll, be. I'll that's, even add to that: the two seasons we went into the Champions League final, you knew exactly what our best eleven is a, and how we're going you, to play. Thank you. Let's get to. Uh, there's so much great stuff 
today in the live, it's mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. lit up. Now, Leo coming in here with an interesting point, part of the discussion, but he remembers the old debate of Conte versus Allegri back in the day. And someone mentioned Conte is the coach who takes you from A to B. Allegri is the coach who takes you from B to C. In Leo's opinion, right now we're in A. And that's where, again, it just goes back to those doubts. Can he do that? Because he's never he's never truly done that before. People are throwing back his days at Galliari. And he did do great work there. That kind of what put Max in that uh, zone to be considered for the next step and whatnot. But when he took that next step, I don't think it's ever been close to something like this in terms of a build. So the concerns, the concerns are fair. Um, you know, we've got uh, Dan coming in here, kind of reiterating some of the things we're saying. You know, how many games this year we had over a dozen shots and none end up going on target. Max so- is putting the team in winning positions. Guys aren't finishing. Ant has a point to touch on. Uh, uh, just on that one, we gained the most points from a losing position this year, which was 12. The next best team had five. So we, when we're losing this year, we haven't lost all our games. Or when we're draw in a draw, we we've won games. So it hasn't been all doom and gloom with Max. Like he has come back from losing positions to gain points. So against who? But against who? It doesn't was matter. Was it against any you of the top four? Scudetto, you it does able, matter. You're going to go down to matter. teams. You're going yeah, to go down one nothing. To, it happens. To but you went team. down to every bad team in this league. Which one of them have you dominated in the game? I'm just saying, from Venezia, it's not all, Dana, all these guys. Max does bring something good to the table. You can't look, just say it's all, you know. Look, if so, Max brings something different, last year our, our coach was able to beat some of the top four, but he lost to some of the, you know, the lower teams. This year it's the opposite. We're not able to beat top four, but we're beating the lower teams. We got to find a balance somewhere, right? So, barely. what is best for us? What is best for our coach? I can't. We can't always look backwards. In this case, we're stuck with Max, and Max needs to adapt. So we've also we been beaten by though. some of the lower gotta, teams this season as well. Them. Like yeah. for me, though, again, one of the things that has remained consistent from last season to this season, whether we we were getting more of the opportunities last season and less this year, we're still not finishing nearly, nearly at a level that we should. Um, yeah. That's just plain and simple. Plain. And simple. You still. You can't tell me match in, match out. We look at the left side on these lineups and it's dead. It's absolutely dead. No matter who you put out there. Brutal. Like there's there's a serious lack of depth. Chiesa went out. It would have shored things up a little bit for sure. But behind Chiesa, even if you put him in that lineup, it's still pretty soft and weak. There's a lot of work to do on the roster. Whether we believe last year's system would have put us in a better spot or than this year and whatnot, ultimately, you still need these guys to execute and, and do their job. I would have been fine if we kept Pirlo another season. I'm fine keeping Allegri another season now because there's other work to be done. And I've been saying for a while, like for me, this team, they have to get it back up here. 
They have to get it back up here because mentally this team hasn't been Juve for quite some time. They mm -hmm. need to figure out who they are, what they want to do, how they want to accomplish it, and start getting back to that fight that you know, right now it's too soft and it's too comfortable for a lot of players who aren't producing and aren't executing on the pitch. It's way too comfy. Juve is turning into club fucking med, and I hate it. It's time to change that. And I truly believe why you asked me one of the highlights of this season. For me, it's Arriva Bene and Cherubini. Arriva Bene, I might not agree with everything he's done in the press because I do question what he said at the moment after the Dybala thing came out. However, I respect the fact that he's hard-nosed and serious about what they're doing. And he, so far, he's stuck to that plan. And... I, I like that, and I actually believe the moves he's gone and done are good, positive moves. If they can back that up in the summer, let's see what Max can do next season. But honestly, there's a lot of work to be done. Our friend of the show, Rob from uh, Australia, wrote in, and he had a question. And it was basically a two-part question, but he says, who's most to blame this year as far as the performance go in all competitions? Is it Allegri? Is it the players? Is it the management for the team they built? That's the first part of the question. We might only get to the first part of the question, but for me, management gets the benefit of the doubt because there's cleanup from before, like Paratici's cleanup. So it's really hard to just say management's at fault. Like if you're looking beyond that and you want to say Agnelli and Nedved and whatnot, Nedved's role isn't necessarily that. Okay. So his role is not on the roster. We saw it in the all or nothing. It was hilarious. Baratic, she's like, I need this player. Go and get, him. get him. Like, that's, that's your my, job. That's exactly what I thought about. It's hilarious. So you could say that about Nedved. As far as Agnelli goes, Agnelli is the business. Agnelli right now is thinking about Super League. He's thinking about marketing. He's thinking about all this stuff. The players, Baratic, I give Arriva, Ben, and Cherubini a pass because they had a strong winter Mercado that nobody expected out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. They seem to have a clear vision, you know, and right now, how can you call them for one season and say we're to blame when it's the usual suspects for four years that are a problem on this roster? How that, can you literally say that they're to blame for this season? And that's the main thing. Like you said, it becomes a club med for players. A player like Sandro, who's okay, he's good defensively, but if your manager doesn't ask you to contribute to the attack, then you're just, you know, lingering in the defense, doing what you have to do, but nothing more. And that's what I feel about most, most of this roster. They're doing what they need to and nothing more. If I have to give out percentages of, of blame, I'd give 50% to Allegri, 30 to the roster, 20 to the management that's basically but i had i have a different question that you know the, the fourth goal the one that took us out of the game completely yesterday which was a beautiful goal where how did it start morata running down vlahovic dibala all running around him bounced into someone turned back fell to the floor they took the ball counter attack boom we're out of the game and it's those little moments that make me question what are we doing in training like, what have you seen that you can say this was practiced? This is something we know how to do. We can get out of press. We can press high. We can create enough chances. 
maybe we can, but those are accidental chances. It doesn't come from patterns of play. Uh, we considered more than last season uh, under a manager who was evidently not defensively good, but we considered more with a manager who is known for his defensive work. But we do have tons of injuries. So are we just running, pulling muscles, doing PA in training? That's what we're doing. What, where is the rest of the work that's been done week in, week out that all teams do? Where is it? What have you seen this season that indicates we're training on something other than our physical state? See, he had to sneak in that like Morata comment and like he he knows you're here so he had to sneak that in at one point today that tell me tell me two players that were times. better on the field than what okay, 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 okay we're getting off topic out of to your point i think management and omar said it well takes the least amount of the blame here take out the whole dibala debate debacle i think they've done an excellent job i think they could have handled that better in a pr stance 100 it would have been even better but besides that part in this season you you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're cleaning up like ten years worth of crap off the floor. You know, like it's it. You, I, they are the least amount of blame, in my opinion. And I would quickly answer an issue here. Uh, yes, I would take Perisic uh, from Inter. No questions asked. If Dybala goes the other way, that's I believe a win-win. Actually, you. Other than the four, like the backbone that we that we spoke of earlier, that you know, the future of this team and the goalies, like you. Perrin or uh, uh, Tech, there was only two players I saw after the 80th minute wanting to play that game, and it was Pellegrini. Well, actually, Pellegrini came on later on. When he yeah. was on there, he wanted to play, and Morata wanted to play. You see Morata crying after the game? You see any other Juventus players crying after the game? Whether that's Those are the players I want on my team, players that hate losing to that goddamn organization can, over there can we ask why sandro started this game was right. pellegrini deemed unfit I'm he was curious. coming off of an injury but pellegrini, yeah. pellegrini is the type of player that i want he makes mistakes he's a bit of a loose cannon sometimes but that that guy morata those are the guys that play for the jersey Petty, and those are the guys that Petty i hope Adiva ben are trying to bring in yeah. ben i mean if, if we're gonna talk fire, about this i give equally equal blame to the players and Allegri, to be honest, uh, yep. for where we stand and where we lie. We all know the execution's been not to the level it needs to be in matches where Max has gotten it right. And there have been matches where Max has gotten it wrong. And mm -hmm. the mentality thing and, and all this, um, you know, I just think it's a combination of everybody why this team continues to mismanage the moments and scenarios. There are times to go for the kill. There are times where you need to clamp down. Four years, not just Max Allegri's season, this season, this team has not been able to switch through the gears in those moments mm -hmm. properly. This is a problem that happened last season too, okay? And sorry, Even under season. Pirlo, this is a problem where we needed to get after it and get the job done and kill and what ended up happening is we were flat and we didn't pick it up until the adverse scenario where we needed to score. And then all of a sudden we played like a team we needed to. So even Pirlo didn't fully achieve what he wanted out of the team with the players he had. And towards the end, they were mentally destroyed after that Porto loss and they couldn't pick it up again. We squeaked in to okay. fourth place. 
there's been problems, and you go to Sari season. Sari said the players are completely untrainable. There's Wild. issues year in and year out. Yeah. They've just been a little bit different, but ultimately, the matches are won on the pitch, and you gotta put it together. And for what happens on the pitch, the coach and the players are responsible. I give blame to both parties. Management, this is their first year. It's been a positive one with just a January. So they get the benefit of the doubt on this one, is what it is. Quick question from our friend um, Lorenzo. Would you bring Pirlo back if the option came? Would you do it? Like It's as if we haven't been speaking for about an hour. No Omar, sense wanna, in doing it, right? Omar, you want to you want to answer because I, I my answer is very clear, and I think Ant is the same thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we should we should have yes. fired him, but we know, can't bring him back. Him. Exactly. Tony, yeah. you wanna you wanna just like people gotta stop living in the past, man. I, I like Lorenzo. Me and him, we go back and forth. So this that was this comment isn't for Lorenzo specifically. You got people got to grow up and realize past decisions are past decisions. Move on from it. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing this season indicates that Pirlo would have done better than Max Allegri. Nothing. You have no proof Pirlo that he would have done better. At some point in the future. No, no, that's that's done and gone. You think yeah, he could never? Is. He should never be coach again of Juve. No, no. I think he does. Yeah, I'm okay with that, Al. I'm totally okay with that. This is what I was ultimately getting to. Because if we think he didn't get a fair shake, do you think there's no... Hey, Max Allegri got a second tenure out. Calm down, Skanga. And look how it's working out. Everybody is right down the middle. Lippi had two shots. Everybody had two shots. It's fine. When he's more experienced and went through the gears with like Spezia or anything, no problem with it. Look, there's a lot of young Italian coaches coming up you know the the, the roster now. <laughs> does it have to be Pirlo no but I mean look I'm not gonna say no to him coming back we look back on it we can't live in the past but we look back and he did relatively well compared to the situation so yeah. I would be for it in the future sure a little more experience I mean it wasn't even that bad uh ultimately when yeah, you look exactly. at the season what he did last season so why not yeah but Anthony, take, take it easy. Take it easy. I, I, I get his emotions. These are all the season, that, you're uh, absolutely right. The there's no, there's no year next year because you know, she loved you once. Get over it, man. Move on. Find somebody else. You'll be fine. Grow up. No, it doesn't I wish you kept like that, that consistent with Max at the start of the year. Boom. Easy. Easy. Calm it down, Skanga. Calm it down. So cranky. You woke my kid. Way to go, Anthony. You woke Peter Ballester's kid up. A lord Jesus. of volume, Peter. What type of father is it on full blast? Okay, everybody. You know, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty on this pod, and uh, it's been a tough one. Like I said, I mean, we're highlighting that there's just multiple issues. It always sucks losing to those guys, for Christ's sake. And mm-hmm. Storm the Barn, we could take a couple. Jeremiah's getting one in right out of the gate. Let's just go here. How would you guys honestly react if Max is shockingly sacked come end season if management has lost faith in thing anything is possible right so it's already been reiterated today that regardless of the outcomes this season max is remaining however how would i react personally if max is sacked i would be frustrated okay i would be 
And the reason is no matter how I feel about my personal preference of the football, I like to see, and I want the team to play. And no matter what I feel about him and his beliefs, his style, it's going back to square one again. Can we just create some continuity from one season to the next before making that change? Like, it's just, for me, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, there's so much going against these managers, not just Allegri this season. Pirlo had a bunch to deal with last season as well. It's almost not a fair shake. But for me, like, let's just have a little bit of patience somewhere. He does, like, again, I can't stress enough how much I see out of these players that isn't nearly enough out of guys. Some of them are actually guys that should be bearing a good load of the weight on this team. And in my opinion, they haven't been mentally. This team needs work. The left side is atrocious. Let's just wait. Can we just please assemble the roster properly? Can we please go into a season even when we're at full strength and not say we still lack this guy. Like we still don't have somebody that can do this. Let's just have some continuity. So my personal opinion, I would be frustrated. Anth, how would you, uh, how would you react? I'd probably be the same. Maybe like, like, what are we doing here? Like, why can't we just keep something consistent? But ultimately, uh, you know, they'd, I would hope they'd, there's nobody out there to bring in. That's the thing. I think I think it would be a downgrade whoever we brought in. So you might as well just keep Max uh, for one more year because I don't see any other coaches. I saw a couple names in the chat here, which if I had to pick one, it's probably one of the ones on that list. But uh, yeah, I'd be the same. Like who are we bringing in? Some yeah. some other unexperienced coach? No, that's not my cup of tea. Luca, how would you feel? How would you react? I, I would react the same way I'd reacted when I heard that Pirlo was being brought in after like a week of, uh, of getting his coaching license. I'd be like, what in God's name are we doing? Yeah. Like I would be, I would be in shock. I'd be like, this is just backwards movement. Um, to Ant's point, I think there are coaches out there, not that we need them now. Um, but no, like the, it, it would be ridiculous from the club and it would make me actually question the management because if you don't have faith in him now, what, what, at what point did we ever have faith in him? Like mm -hmm. it's either you do or you don't. So that would actually ruin my thoughts on the management if they did that. Yeah. Good point. Omar? To be completely honest, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. I, Screw I, it. I, I'm sorry, man. I, Who do you bring in? Be sorry for your Who opinion. Who do you bring ever. in? Omar? Let's, let's let, let's let that out right now. No, nobody on the cast ever has to apologize for how they feel, nor should you, Juventini, in the live chat. This is like totally I, fair game. Don't ever I, say sorry. Go okay, for it. I'm, I'm okay. I don't think it's the right move, but I won't have any problem with it. Um, the, the weird thing is, we haven't seen Allegri coach any other team in the past 10 years, so I can't say completely that this is how Allegri plays. If we'd seen him at Real Madrid and would have been the same, I would have gone, okay, that's Allegri. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the way he likes to play, for better or for worse. Uh, but I, 
I don't know, bring in Zidane. I'm not talking about Italiano, Dionisi, and all those guys that have never been on the top level. You have Pochettino available soon. I would even bring back Conte, I don't know. But I want to say that these, some of these players, and I've talked about it yesterday in our group chat, still have those old habits that they didn't change. And those players need to leave. And they are living one at a time. It started with Kedira and Pjanic and stuff. But now you still have those Bernardeskis, those Deshilios, those players that were in the previous uh, tenure. And I just see all those old habits. Bringing Guardiola, I don't care. Cuadrado is still going to hold on to the ball for 30 seconds longer than he needs to until he decides to make a pass. Okay, and I don't see that changing no matter who you bring in. So... It is Allegri's system, style of play so far, but some of these players needed to leave like a season ago because you see how, how different Pellegrini is to Sandro. Yeah. And if you put Pellegrini in and Chiesa in on the left side, that's a whole different story. And those are players we have on the roster. Okay? Don't even need to shop anywhere else. But Thank it's you. this it's this you know consistency of allegri going for stuff that he knows didn't provide him what he wanted out of the team yeah. i just think his mind is dead set and he won't change it no matter what yeah more of the puzzle will be kind of put together this summer because if we are truly uh, looking at integrating you know two out of rovella fagioli meretti this is how we're going to have to uh, look at uh, Allegri as well as far as fitting in to what management is trying to do and this whole project in general and whatnot. So let's, uh, all we can really do, again, we always say it, don't worry and don't lose sleep over things out of your control, okay? What we must do is continue to have faith in this uh, team and whatnot right. and see what they can do. Um, it's tough times, but, uh, you know, it's been worse for other teams in transitional seasons. Message much, much missed. worse. And yeah. we've got work to do. Let's see. Management's off to a good start, though. So let's see. We've got one more store in the barn. And sure. uh, then we're going to talk about uh, Chiellini. Okay. You, you missed the um, message. Real quick yeah. here. Let's get to this one. It was, why do you think Juventus are making Pogba the priority before doing anything else? Is it romance, finance? Is there a plan? Why are the club making Pogba the priority? I've, like, I mean, we could speculate that he is the priority. I personally think the full press hasn't been put on Milinkovic Savage because I think, you know, they do have an offer sitting there with Pogba and they're waiting on his uh, final say. Um, why? No transfer fee, even though it's high high wages, and there'll be agent fees to uh, obviously now Mino's uh, cousin who runs the agency uh, since his passing. But um, I think Max as well. We got to remember Max and Pogba's relationship, and Max ultimately his new role. He has a say, and I think you combine all those factors. I think that's why Pogba's the priority. Uh, that's just how I feel, in my personal opinion. He should not be the priority, but I truly believe he is. Do you guys believe he is? So Anthony doesn't think he's the priority. Luca doesn't think he's the priority. Omar, do you think he's the priority? I think it's easier to go for him than dealing uh, for two months with Latino yeah. going for SMS. True. Yeah. 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 If, and that's why I think he actually is the priority. 
Why do you guys think he isn't the priority? I think priority is SMS, but if they realize that he's too over budget, then they'll just go for the next best thing. Yeah, maybe it's we have a different sort of definition of what priority is. I think I think Luke and I are saying the priority should be SMS. Yeah, yeah 100%. which I've said too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we all agree. But I actually think for Juve, I do think right now he's everything's on hold because they're waiting on Pogba. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to point out uh, a niche here. He I'm making money. that when we talk about Chiellini here. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Ah, okay, okay. Hey, so niche, we're we're just trying to help a niche out. Oh, yeah, a niche, a niche. Kama. What is okay. our coach? Oh, Kama, Kama. <laughs> yeah, before he whips his jacket off and gets kicked <laughs> off the bench. Kama. Kama. Now <laughs> carry on, uh, carry on, Ed. No, no and, uh, that, that was that was it that, for me. On was the, it. Uh, okay, so you guys, just, so yeah. I guess you kind of just think he shouldn't be priority, but nope. I think we all kind of feel Juve's got him as a priority. Would I be upset if they brought him in? No, because I I think SMS is a little bit more out of reach than people realize. And Pogba, I agree, would be the easier one, but I would make SMS the priority. But I don't think that's how that, like you said, how the chips are going to fall. They're going to see what he does first after years of bottling it can pogba be that guy again he has been on his see, team this no is a big this is for too many years yeah. any way you slice it he is better he than be one yeah. of the best midfielders we've had since he left for christ's sake there's more factors now though like his injuries have changed the, the injury coach, issues the, are the, the coach has changed big time. Like this is not Max from three, four years ago, and his mentality might have changed too. That that's a given, and his salary is going to be way. The part up there. that bugs for me is that we literally shit on a guy on our own roster for his injury woes, which haven't even been as bad as Pogba's, and we literally wanted this kid forced out the door and i shouldn't even call him a kid but we wanted Dybala forced out the door kicked out the door so for management to go back and grab a guy and spend that amount of money more money than Dybala would have taken or was even asking for don't, that would don't. be very very strange don't is a fr well, free transfer right well it's free a free transfer, transfer. And, but Paulo, paulo's part of the team it's a free With, transfer yeah. High high wages and yep. and agent fees, Correct. which yep. in turn isn't a free transfer. Right. But that part for me would be very very bizarre. Can, very very can, bizarre. Can I can I just like? I I really want to get to Anisha's thing here, Luca. Yeah, that. go for it. Go for it. It's okay. Go for it quick. Quick. No, no, you said it. Like, look, the two guys were rumored with very closely are Di Maria and Pogba. These guys are on higher wages than Paulo demanded, and they've been more injured in the last year. Just gonna say that Di Maria would actually be less, but that's okay. That's okay. Was, I'll let that slide. Seven million I'll let that slide, Luca. Okay. Seven million a season. So, without further ado, Anish, grazie for the support. Thank you for uh, the donation there and whatnot. He says the farewell I wouldn't have wanted for Kellini. Now, yesterday was uh, man, that guy. He watching him play in that match was just. It was awesome. It's he's just such a beast, and it's uh, it was tough to actually watch and not get a, somewhat emotional. I got a lot of memories with Killing, obviously, because how long he's been with Juve, and it reminds me watching games with my dad and all this. And it just it's it's going to be a tough farewell. 
Um, his performance yesterday, I wanted it so bad for him to get across the finish line and get that trophy for the guy. Um, we talked about it in the match day live, Omar and Anthony and whatnot. It's just, what can you say about this guy that hasn't already been set by Juventini? It, it's it's going to be incredibly tough. And I just, I don't, I don't know, you almost can't prepare yourself. Uh, and I think, honestly, out of the, all the outgoings, he will be the biggest impact um, on the team. Uh, do you guys feel the same way? I already felt it yesterday. As far as the impact, out, he will have the biggest impact as far as what we lose? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll be and, fine. We'll be fine. Look, I, I think, again, this goes back to the delict argument. Well, we, we have, will be fine, of course. We, you know, yeah. we, have, <laughs> we have the perfect seed. We've built up this player mm. who is a great asset, a great center back. And he's as close as you're going to get to maybe having what Chiellini was. I'm not saying you can ever replace that man because you can't. It's, it's one in a million, but he, he is a great option. So am I going to cry my ass off when Chiellini leaves? Yes. Is is it the end of the road for us? No, we have a great uh, you know replacement coming up. So it's it's sad, but I give it to the club. They prepared for this. Yeah. No, we'll be fine. There's no need to shed any tears. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be fine. So while he's maybe not next while year. He's after, wiping his tear. He says that we'll be uh, we'll be fine. No, Gonna miss the guy. Uh, absolute uh, warrior, and uh, we yep. need to bring in some warriors. Correct. Absolutely need need to bring in uh, some warriors. Well, there's a lot to discuss there. This is a tough one, uh, but we always remain the same. The same uh, all throughout the season. You can find the arguments against the players. You can find the arguments against um, Max. The thing is, is it all needs to come together. And if you bring in another manager, you're going to have to find uh, the answers there as well. And then your players still come into question. It is what it is. Um, don't lose sleep over things out of your control, Juventini. Okay, trust the process. Let's see what happens. Let's go into uh, the summer. At least we've uh, got uh, the top four and we can remain in Champions League and get those resources. And let's have a strong summer. And see what we can do. Let's get Chiesa back. Um, let's get uh, Weston back. Who's, uh, yeah, he gained a lot of steam right before that injury, unfortunately. Let's see what we can do. Um, sucks to lose to those uh, clowns. I absolutely hate and disgust that. Just hate those guys. I hate those guys. But you'll be fine. Is what it is. We got a couple matches wrapping up. So Kellini's farewell is going to be on uh, Monday's match against Lazio. Quick reminder, everybody, like the video also while you're here, okay? Let's get maximum likes. Like that video. If you're new, subscribe to the channel. Why the hell wouldn't you when all subscribers automatically yes. entered to win this kit, okay? We are going to be giving it out next week, okay? So good luck to all of you. Thank you for your continued support. It's the least we can do. Less than 100 from uh, 2K. So be a friend. Tell a friend. You know, share the content. Let's go. Let's keep growing this AJC army. Now, last... Kellini, we will do something special for him um, on the next uh, podcast and whatnot and probably, uh, yeah, have a little fun, some Kellini trivia-related stuff and just uh, give this guy some props, uh, massive. We'll do something for uh, Paulito too. Is there going to be a nice uh, 
is there going to be a, a striped hearts apparel drop for Keelini? There sure. is going to be something oh, coming. Very nice. Very nice. For King Kong. Very nice. That's all we're going to say is King Kong. I won't Kong. buy it, but it's nice. But <laughs> again, hey, we got to wait till Monday for uh, next game. These last couple don't mean anything. Maybe we'll see the young guys. Maybe uh, it'll give us a little bit more to look forward to, especially if we can integrate them. So let's wait and see what happens. But uh, we'll be back. I'll keep you up to date with the news. Of course, as we wrap up the season in the summer too, we'll keep you very much up to speed with the Mercado and uh, we'll be looking to have our friend Mirko Di Natale in there as well as some others, maybe uh, Rudy Galetti and whatnot. But yeah, stick around. We don't go anywhere, okay? You might get some videos from me out at the lake, but it is what it is. Omar, Anthony, Luca, massive thank you. Um, these ones are always difficult ones and never shortage for topics but uh we got through it it was good got a little heated at points but we like it that way nice the live none of this happens without you guys you guys are fantastic massive massive uh thank you to all of you enjoy your weekend regardless okay what happened enjoy the rest of the week enjoy the weekend we'll be back getting ready for the lazio match and Kellini's farewell as always no matter what fino alla fina Forza Juve. Ciao.